Welcome back to Atypically Topical. <laughs> sorry. I'm just not used to you being so ready for the start of the episode. I'm sorry, should I be more yeah, oblivious? Like, yeah, it was, it was shocking, quite honestly. <laughs> How's it going, Mindy? Hey, Wakini Bush. Hey, already you're looking at the dogs. They're on the couch for a reason. But he looks so cute. Yeah, you give them attention, they're going to come over here, and then we got to cut, and then i got to do more editing. So, um, anyways... Yeah, are you done? Yeah, okay, I'm yeah, sorry. Right, you saved the <laughs> lack of attention for 20 seconds in instead of the very beginning. Yes, um, yeah, I'm doing fine too. I'm Josh, by the way. I know I'm, we always have the same two hosts, right? So yeah. it's not going to be a, a shock to anybody. And there's no one here besides us. Unless for some reason you're starting with episode 74, then uh, welcome. <laughs> like they just saw evil on the title. and Yeah, we're going to be talking about evil today, which is yeah. part of our... Halloween month themes. I forgot so, what we named it. Morbid month. Morbid month. Okay. Yeah. Just going with the M's, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's, the, best, it's the best thing we could think of at the time. Yeah. There's so many Halloween like um, puns, but I don't want to be like cheesy, like Hall of Scream or whatever. <laughs> so. We're not a free forum. <laughs> yeah. Previously ABC Family. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. That's, oh yeah, the network. Yeah, the network. Are they like corny and punny or what? Or- <laughs> Yeah, they okay. are. are. you kidding me? Especially during <laughs> Halloween. That's like prime time. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, ways we could have gone with it. But this is, yeah, I don't really like being corny about stuff. So <laughs> morbid month we'll have to do. Um, yeah. So it's going to be interesting. I'm sure you probably didn't uh, take it light, lighter like you did last week. Maybe. I don't uh, know. <laughs> you'll have to wait no. two years. <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah, uh, you said that it might be a little bit longer than normal, so I'm Yeesh. sure there's a lot of crap you're going to get into. Yeah, it's um, uh, but it'll still be fun. Um, just, uh, yeah, just, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess to make up for that, we don't really have much going on as far as Quarantine Corner, so let's just jump right into Questioning Florida, if you're cool with that. She's sure. already taking a sip, all right. Well, I, I was going to, I thought you were going to ask, like, Oh, yeah, are you evil? evil? <laughs> <laughs> have well, you had any brushes with evil? Any evil pets? Any? Um, well, I had a bird that looked <laughs> squawk really loud, but I don't think it's necessarily evil, just yeah. more annoying than anything. <laughs> it um, depends, like. It didn't talk though, right? It just it was no, just a, not a parrot. But he was good though. His name was Ludovico. Poor guy. R A P. Ludovico. <laughs> you did the R A P. Little like what's that bunny from? Um, is it Zootopia? No, not Zootopia. What's that bunny that um, Kevin Hart plays? Oh, I don't. Uh, is it like <laughs> Snowball or something? Oh no, no, yeah, and it's from uh, Pet. But uh, Secret Life of Pets. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Anyways, you did that little thing where he pieces yeah. out, yeah. <laughs> pieces up to the sky. Um, yeah, I haven't had any evil pets, as far as I know. I haven't really had any brushes with evil. I'm hoping that I. I mean, unless it's just unwittingly or unknowingly. Yeah, I don't know. I can't think of anything. So I mean, we're probably not going to have much personally to say, fortunately, about this topic, but. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure we'll see some of that in Questioning Florida, so let's get into it. Actually, this is more more along the lines of just humorous, oh, okay. um, as they usually are, but there is some stupidity involved as well, of course. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for this headline? Because okay. it is... Okay, hold on. Yeah, get, prepare yourself. October 1st, 2020. This is like... Oh, that was like nine days ago. (laughs) Yeah, as of of this, yeah. Florida man knifed cousin in argument 
about whether whole milk or almond milk is better. I mean, obviously, it's almond milk. <laughs> I well, knew you were going to answer it. Well, I mean, it depends how you look at it. Okay. Because if you're, well, no, it's still you almond milk. You know someone milk. got knifed, right? <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't argue with the fact that, you know, there can't be an argument made that leads to knifing when it comes to food. <laughs> like, if you had an argument about pizza belongs on... I mean, pineapple belongs on pizza. That <laughs> that could be a knifeable offense, si- offense situation. Yeah, that's, but, and that's pure evil right there. Yeah. I guess we have had some brushes with that. Uh, had but, a friend that had pineapple and olives on hers, didn't she? Uh, that we won't name. That's the worst. I'm sorry if, if you're listening. <laughs> She's not. But she, but she knows, though. She knows we judge her for that. One <laughs> yeah. of the few things we judge her yeah. for. Other I mean, than that, I, she's cool. Yeah, I mean, really, it's the only thing we judge her for. Yeah. yeah. Um, but <laughs> there you uh, go. We made up for it. <laughs> um, but because almonds are um, hard to grow, but then cows release a lot of methane, and there's just so many issues when it comes to. <laughs> You're really to, going broad scope on this. Yeah. So at the end of the day, just thinking about environmentally and just for your general health. Almond milk is better for you. Yeah. I would say that too, just because I don't really like, I mean, honestly, I don't really, I can't tell the difference very much between even like skim or fat free or whole. Like I know whole is thicker and. Well, I mean, well, even whole is watered down because, because if you like milk from an actual cow is, I want to say, because I, I used to study large animal science, and this is one of the things we talked about. I think milk from a, coming straight from the cow is like 30% fat, mm. but then they water that down anyways. And so I think whole milk might be <laughs> 10% fat or something. I'm getting my percentages yeah. wrong, but... I don't know. Uh, all I know is the time we saved from Quarantine Corner has all gone into explaining <laughs> milk. <laughs> Hey, it's a big deal. I know. I knew you would have an answer to it. So let's get into it. And by the way, your actual name is like is Almond. So that's true in Spanish. Yeah. Look it up if you guys don't know it. Uh, this is from Lehigh Acres, Florida. A debate over milk on Sunday landed a Florida man behind bars. Justin Garcia, thirty, is charged with aggravated battery, according to the county sheriff's office. In a Facebook post, authorities wrote that Garcia. <laughs> They put this on their Facebook. That they, put, they put it on Facebook? That's Yes. Well, no. They put that Garcia, quote, cried over spilled milk because the victim wouldn't agree that his choice of milk was obviously superior. Mm. So they kind of did their own. What are you looking at? I can tell I, you're I, looking up something. So I want to see how much fat is in raw milk. <laughs> uh, that doesn't seem right. Hmm. I really got my math wrong on this. <laughs> did you have an estimate that you gave? Yeah, I said that the the milk that comes out of a cow is like 20% fat uh, or 30% fat yeah, or something. Yeah, that might have been when I tuned out. Yeah. Uh, but some somewhere it's saying that whole milk, that it's 3.25% fat. But now, uh, now let me ask you this. Uh, was it worth it <laughs> looking that up? Yes, because it was going to bother me. <laughs> okay. So let me repeat what their Facebook uh, post y- Yes, yes, stabbing, yes, okay. No, the authorities, what oh, they okay. wrote on their Facebook post. They wrote that Garcia, quote, cried over spilled milk. Wow. Okay. Because, yeah, see, you missed that. Because the victim wouldn't agree that his choice of milk was obviously superior. So they might have had some 
you know, free, yeah. freeform writer on that post. Um, I, but I, I also I wonder if the almond milk was flavored, if that makes a difference. I don't know because the vanilla almond milk is good. <laughs> yeah, I would I would agree. I mean, I don't even think I've had it, but I would have just agreed just off of the premise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a criminal complaint states that a deputy responded shortly after 2 p.m. on Sunday, which yeah. is very surprising because, like, are, is there not alcohol involved or are you just day drinking or, or what's happening? Well, maybe they're just high. Maybe, uh, that feels, <laughs> but uh, high doesn't usually make you aggressive. That's I'm, true. M- most people, unless it's like some kind of aggressive strand that's... I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't. Yeah. And when it comes to like pie and all those strands, <laughs> I'm just so ignorant about yeah. it. And just like, I, know I don't know. A couple know. people we could have if we ever have a weed episode because yeah, they, they could educate us. Cause, yeah. Because I've heard Maybe that like there's weed that like calms you down and you're just yeah. like lazy. And that's then, indica. And then the other one, like you have some energy so you can still I think do that's shit. That's sativa. Yeah. I just know because indica is like in the couch. That's how people remember. In the couch. Yeah. It puts you in the couch. <laughs> that's how you remember it. Okay. Uh, so they were called to the home after 2 p.m. Uh, where Garcia and his cousin were arguing over which is better, whole milk or almond milk. Their verbal argument became physical when Garcia became enraged at the victim for disagreeing. <laughs> Garcia proceeded to punch the victim with a closed fist to the victim's left side of his forehead. Uh, I wonder if I put, because uh, I, I follow a food group uh-huh. on Facebook. I should put that. Put the story? <laughs> yeah, I should put the story. And it's like, I, know, I could put which one is better. Right. Yeah. And then if you can link in the <laughs> people, hey, by the way, we talked about it. Get three more listeners. His cousin tried to punch back, but missed his face and his blow landed on his shoulder. That's when Garcia pulled out a pocket knife. The victim became scared of what he might do, obviously, and proceeded to run away as he um, Garcia chased him through the front yard. So he still didn't want to let this go, even mm-hmm. though, yeah. Uh, Garcia caught up with the victim and struck him with the knife, causing a small cut to his torso. Mm. An uncle intervened at that point, grabbing Garcia and separating the men until deputies arrived. The complaint says... The witness was working on the victim's vehicle in the driveway when he heard Garcia and the victim argue over almond milk. (laughs) It's so ridiculous every time you you hear it. It was not clear from the records which side of the issue Garcia was arguing in favor of. So they (laughs) they probably tried to, but they didn't get an answer. Who knows? I'm assuming he's on the wrong side because of how he makes his decisions. Yeah, if you're right, you don't have to stab people. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Um, so this is funny because this is they had an actual copy of the complaint, like a scan of the paper, like oh, okay. you know the, the cop that wrote it down or whatever. Mm-hmm. And this is what it actually says on there: victim and suspect were in a verbal argument about what milk is better, almond or whole. Garcia and the victim are cousins by blood, but do not live in the same household. So they even had that in the report that they were arguing about, which is better. <laughs> when a deputy spoke to Garcia, he said. His cousin, who is the victim, thinks he is better than the whole family. Garcia claimed that the argument was about the pair's prior issues and that his cousin came after him with a stick. Okay. And he said he was defending himself when he punched his cousin and he denied using his knife during the fight, even though there was clearly a stab wound. <laughs> the deputy found the pocket. So it seems like there was there were other is- underlying issues that led to this. Yeah. It's just the milk was the last straw. The deputy found the pocket knife in his pants during a search. He was arrested on battery charges and booked in jail. Uh, records show that Sunday's arrest was a 10th for Garcia in Lee County. His arrests date back to 2004 when he was 14 and accused of battery on an elected official or education worker. I don't know why that's Wait, or. 
Yeah, so and it's, not, it's was, well, it's or not she. even, Hopefully. it's not even like related, <laughs> like jobs, you know. Yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, it's like it's he, on a fireman he, or a cler- a store clerk. Yeah. <laughs> um. So there you go. That's a uh, certainly an interesting one. Let's get into his Florida man score real quick. There's not a lot. They had a mugshot, five points for firearm or weapon. There was a blade for one. Mm-hmm. Objects, there was blood, the cut to the torso is one point. Reason for arrest was five, assault with deadly weapon. Mm. No injuries really applied to this. There was no, because it wasn't hospitalized. Yeah, it wasn't severe. Yeah, um, no drugs mentioned, no animals, but I'm sure there probably were some drugs and or alcohol in there somewhere. Hopefully there were no animals involved. Yeah, thankfully. Uh, or maybe, yeah, I don't know. There there's was, probably there's probably a dog in the I course. bet you there was a dog like running out front chasing them. No, no, probably like it's one of those lazy dogs and he was just like silently judging them. Yeah. On the and, couch. And his his picture is not really, you don't really, just imagine some cholo dude. Bald, bald goatee. Yeah. I already got an idea. <laughs> yeah. Let's just imagine that. I, I didn't need to send it to you. So his total was 12. So not bad for a score. Pretty bad for an offense. Yep. There you go. Cool. So I know you took like at least maybe an hour looking up yours and refining yeah. it. So let's go ahead and jump into your story of evil. Yes. Um, so I want to give credit um, to this guy on YouTube. Um, his it's The channel is called Biographics and he does like deep dives on famous people's lives and so this is basically from that video okay um so definitely subscribe to them and because they do yeah they do a lot of good work over there cool so um this is about elizabeth bathory does that name sound familiar bathory yeah no okay she's known as the blood countess Hmm. does that sound familiar no okay cool (laughs) this is good then this is, is this some kind of vamp- vampiric? Uh, no, no, actually, okay. no. That's I think that's more um, Vlad the Impaler. Ah, that's okay. who you're thinking of. Right. But it's still back in those days. Mm-hmm. So Elizabeth Bathory it's was... actually a woman this time. Yes, it's a like woman. Like, it's mostly men because they're always the ones... I gotta change it up. Yeah, good job. Yeah, there's <laughs> a lot of bad men I yeah. could have done, but... <laughs> Um, decided to go for a woman. Go back to our very first episode for more on that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Elizabeth Bathory was born on August 7th, close to your birthday, mm-hmm. uh, in 1560 in the kingdom of Hungary. So again, I can't explain the changes in kingdoms and nations of, of, Does, of Europe because it's just so much. We don't need to. So, but... It's, the the kingdom the of Hungary. Stuff. Yeah. It's the kingdom of Hungary. Not the actual country. It's more, it's bigger than that. Mm-hmm. Um, she was born into one of the most prominent families in Central Europe. So, because of that, she lived a lavish lifestyle and got the best edu- education. In her studies, she learned how to speak Hungarian, Slavic, Greek, Latin, and German. Mm. So, she's very smart. Right. Yeah. But... She also suffered suffered from severe health problems, probably because of all the incest that was happening in royal families. And her parents were first cousins. Oh. And so this is just a lot of that. Not Um, a good start. Yeah. Did you know that Queen Elizabeth and um, her husband are first cousins too? Mm -mm. 
Yeah, I just learned that recently. I mean, it's not surprising. Yeah, but it's just kind of weird. And like, yeah. eh, marrying your first cousin. <laughs> um, anyways, so um, because of all the incest, um, she suffered from epilepsy and was prone to violent seizures, which sucks. Mm. It's noted by historians that um, young Elizabeth was exposed to horrific atrocities during her formative years. It's been told that she would laugh when men would be sewn into the body of a horse as a punishment for stealing. So, so let me go into a little bit more of what that is. Uh, yeah, sorry. I, I had... I, yeah, please. <laughs> I'll, okay. I'll save my reaction. So this is a type of torture that they would use back in the day where um, someone who committed a crime would have their limbs broken so they couldn't escape. Mm. And then they'd be squished and sewn to the body of a dead horse. And then they would and leave the attached person to the horse and then put it outside their town or city or whatever. Um, and the scavengers that would come to eat the dead horse would also eat the victim alive. Jesus. If he hadn't Hold suffocated on. from the fumes of decomposition of the carcass itself. Mm. <laughs> okay. You'll, you'll see. I could have used this one for the torture for episode, last too. Week, yeah, yeah, I was thinking that. Yeah. This is worse than any of the ones I had last week. Yeah. It gets worse. Did you say inside the body of a horse? They were... Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, some of the people would be sewn into this inside, and so when the, when the corpse is decomposing, the fumes of that, like, some of the people suffocated on those. Mm. If they didn't get killed by scavengers before. Right. I mean, after, so. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Um, she would regularly witness severe beatings from servants. Unlike any other normal person that would be disgusted to witness these atrocities, um, Elizabeth seemed to be drawn to it. When she was 10, um, she became a beautiful young lady. So her parents are basically like, it's about time you get married. <laughs> 10. <laughs> Once you hit those double digits. Yeah, that's that's when you got to get married. Um she became engaged to a 15-year-old Hungarian count um, named Fernik, I believe how you say it. Fernik, okay. something like that. So she, so once she got engaged, she moved to her fiancé's parents' palace and continued her education from there. Legend has it that Elizabeth had an affair with a peasant boy in her early teens and became pregnant. She supposedly gave the child away in secret. Hmm. Meanwhile, Scandal. her fiancé found out about the affair Uh-oh. and had the peasant castrated and then thrown into a pack of wild dogs. Oh my God, is this fucking Ramsey Snow? <laughs> I, I point that out for a reason. Spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> whether or not the story is true, it's clear that Elizabeth was very active sexually. Yeah. Um, and then that her husband as well is very violent. Yeah. <laughs> But not towards her, so that's a good thing. <laughs> Just to other people. Her partners. Yeah. Anyways, so Elizabeth got married on May 8th, um, 1574, when she was 14. Due to her in laws being rich, the wedding was super extravagant and about 4,500 people attended. The hmm. party lasted three days, and at the height of the festivities, Elizabeth's new husband gave her a castle. The castle, which is known for being the one of the darkest and most bleakic gothic castles in Hungary, which um, it's a king of Hungary. But today, the castle is located in Slovakia. Oh, okay. Um, and so a lot of the things that we're going to talk about are going to happen in that castle. Mm. So 
I'm scared. And I mean, what a boss move, though. She got a fucking castle yeah. after she got married at 14. <laughs> I know I'm not going to get a castle. <laughs> Anyways, um, with their, their marriage, um, they united two of the most powerful families in the kingdom of hum- Hungary, making them the power couple of the day. Yeah, that was always a motivating factor. It seems yeah, like that's a lot royal of royal stuff. Yeah, they're kind of like the Ben and Jen of the time except with more castration and violence (laughs) um the first few years of marriage elizabeth was busy learning about overseeing the many estates she controlled while her husband was fighting against the ottomans in a war Mm. um he was a great warrior earning the name the black knight of hungary which is pretty badass um and when the turks invaded hungary in 1591 and um, they started the long war, which really wasn't that long, only lasted 13 years. But I guess at the time, 13 years was a long war, I guess. Yeah. Um, due to this war, Hungary's economy wasn't great. Um, and so yeah, the economy wasn't great, which usually happens during a war. <laughs> um, however, Elizabeth didn't feel this strain on money because her husband would shower her with gifts from the Ottoman Empire when he came back from war. Mm, yeah, so. In fact, they became so wealthy that during this time, they actually lent money to the Hungarian Empire to keep the country afloat. <laughs> they get a loan from a private citizen. I mean, like, more than citizens, I guess, but for an entire empire. Yeah. That's crazy. Now that's rich. That That's rich for sure. Um, during the war, Elizabeth's castle was under attack by Turks, so she had to be the one to defend it. And she did it well. She also would give refuge to desperate peasants, feeding them and housing them. So because of the war, Elizabeth and her husband didn't spend a lot of time together. Um, but when they were able to meet, they would bond over their love of violence and torturing young servant girls. Oh, here we go. Her husband taught her innovative methods of torture, oh, no. such as rolling up pieces of oiled paper, placing it, placing it in between the toes of the servant girls, and then setting it on fire. What the fuck? Um, it was also claimed that he would give Elizabeth a clawed glove to scratch up the faces of disobedient servant girls as if she were Catwoman. Okay. All right. Um, her husband wasn't the only person to encourage her to be extremely violent towards her servants. Oh, great. Um, in the household, um, she was joined by a woman named Anna Derolia, something like that. It was a rumor that she was a witch. And so when she joined the home, Elizabeth's personality went underwent a dramatic change. Mm, and she be became better. even more oh, okay. sadistic. No? All right. Yeah, it, it got worse. Yeah. I um, should have known. <laughs> <laughs> while Anna lived with Elizabeth, Elizabeth killed several of her female servants. The disappearance of these girls caused no action because they were serv- they were peasants. Yeah, who cares? And Elizabeth's family was very powerful. Yeah. Basically, she'd do whatever she wanted. And just for fun. Yeah, just just okay. because she wanted to. Yeah, it's definitely evil. Um, however, her power could not stop the rumors that began to spread about her. Local pastors became suspicious as Elizabeth frequently asked them to perform funeral rites for servant girls who had apparently died of cholera. She did a little bit air quotes on that. Yeah. It was recorded that one of the priests 
um, called her aside after one of the many funerals he attended and was like, basically, hey, there's a lot of funerals going on. (laughs) And as a servant of God, I can't really ignore them. And I'm sure if we dug the body up, we would see that the girls didn't die of cholera. Mm, that guy's dead, isn't he? <laughs> and, <laughs> and he's bas- yeah, and basically was calling out Elizabeth's bullshit. Yeah. And then I imagine in my head when I was writing this, um, imagine that gif of Dave Franco where he's like all offended. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> that time I picture her being at that time. <laughs> yeah. Um, She's like so taken aback. Yeah. yeah I, I know like, which one what? you're talking about. Was it James Franco? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I. It's not his brother. Yeah, I don't know if you said Dave or James. You might have said James. I, th- I said James, okay. I think. Not Dave. Imagine that gif of Dave Franco. Dave Franco. Dave Franco. Um, Doesn't matter. Anyways, it's it's the, it's the older one. Elizabeth <laughs> um, was outraged at that priest that he would accuse her of such a thing. And she threatened him. <laughs> yeah. But I don't think she had him killed. Though. Oh, okay. Well, she has some. She, she held back a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna keep going. Yeah. In 1601, Elizabeth's husband became unwell. Historians are not sure what he had, but whatever it was, it caused paralysis. In three years, he died after 29 years of marriage, leaving Elizabeth with their five children. Five. Yeah. yeah. And she was 44. After the loss of her husband, Servant Snowdish had became even more sadistic. It seemed that she transformed her Satanism from a hobby to a full-time preoccupation. Wait, did you say Satanism? Uh, Sadism, my bad. Not Satanism. Satanism. (laughs) I was like, that's a new wrinkle. I mean, I I wouldn't put it past her, but... Sadism. Okay, so Sadism. hurting other Sorry, people. they're just so similar. Yeah, it's okay. I just wanted to make sure. So hurting people, yeah. Um, Makes sense. With almost 400 girls over the length of her vast oh estate, Elizabeth had plenty of victims. Eventually, it became a hassle to replace the servants Elizabeth was murdering. <laughs> I wonder how you can <laughs> fix that problem. So she started to lure girls from villages from her surrounding, um, from villages surrounding the castles. Oh, God. She's when going, she, she's like not even keeping a local anymore. She's yeah. scouting for talent. Yeah, because it's kind of like, well, I mean, I just murdered the um, the girl that does our laundry, but now I'm going to find someone else and, you know. Fucking Hungarian Dexter bitch, but what? not killing people that deserve it. No, she's so just reverse. killing people for fun. Yeah. When she was finished finished torturing the girls, they would be flung over the castle walls to be ripped into pieces by wolves. That seems unnecessary, but that's part of her charm. I guess. Um, <laughs> calling card. She couldn't complete these murders on her own, so she had a group of people to help her facilitate her murderous actions. And the girl that we I mentioned previously that was the witch, supposedly... Was her like number one girl? Yeah. Hold on. (laughs) Like the the it feels like the big part of it is like she gets a thrill out of killing them herself. Like, but then she's even just like 
assigning others to do it for her. Well, like, I mean, she she likes to see it. So some so, so she still at least watches it. Yeah, she's watching it. God. Um. So you got Anna, the the one, the her number one, and then she also had a, the nurse that would look over her kids, <laughs> help her. Her friend Dorka, Dorka. That's, that's her name, Dorka, <laughs> and a washerwoman. So, um, and there's this other teenage guy that I didn't write about, um, and I put it's like uh, a more fucked up Charlie's Angels gang. <laughs> um, but the most sinister of this group was Anna and Dorka. They would try to outdo each other in inflicting pain on their victims, okay. like some kind of contest. Wow. Um, the typical progression of a servant girl into this horror would begin with a simple mistake in the perform- performance of her duties. It could be something so simple yeah. as missing a stitch. You just need to find any little reason. Elizabeth would give a girl, the girl an evil stare like the stepmother from Cinderella, yeah. yell at her, and then begin slapping her. Hmm. Elizabeth assigned a torture technique depending on the kind of mistake the girl made. For example... If a girl made a mistake in sewing, uh, she would be stabbed repeatedly with long sewing needles. Oh, my God. Um, usually, the girls would be stripped naked before they were tortured. Oh, great. Elizabeth enjoyed inflicting psychological torture as well on these girls. For example, after sticking a needle into the fingers of a girl, <laughs> she would say, if it hurts the whore, she can pull it out. So when the girl would try to pull out the needle, Elizabeth would pull out a knife and cut the finger off. This is... This yes. woman is unwell. You think? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Yeah, this is... Yeah. Please continue. Or, um, or don't. I don't know anymore. She was also known to have at least once bitten the chunk of flesh a chunk of flesh from the face of one of her victims which is one too many times already mm. and that's only one time chunk. that's that's been proven true <laughs> but who knows oh my God. if girls were lucky they would get out without a finger or two but more often than not girls would be dragged off to a torture cham- chamber where the torture squad would do their thing do their thing one of the tortures they would do uh, was they would have pincers and they would rip the girl's flesh from and the insides were torn out Um, and there were also reports of cannibalism that was uh, enforced on some of the girls nothing is off the table no nothing Although there is documentation to the torches that were actually used, um, many of the torture techniques that people think that they use are not true. For example, there's one belief that Elizabeth had the blood drained from virgins and she would bathe in it to, per- uh, to preserve her youthful beauty, which is what she's known the uh-huh. best for. Yeah. But, but in reality, she took showers <laughs> with it. <laughs> no, it's, it's, this, this is not true. Okay. There's no witnesses that say she did that. Okay. They they said there's she a lot of. Seem like the kind of person that would do that. They would say there's a lot of floor on the ground, but she never like bathed in the blood. A lot of floor on the ground. A lot of blood on the floor. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so you just had a stroke there. <laughs> I understand though. Reading all of this would fuck my mind up too. Yeah. I'll give you a pass on that one. Um. By 1609, 
people pretty much knew what was happening in the castle, but there is nothing in the law they could do to put a stop to it because peasants couldn't bring up charges against nobles. Uh, and okay. she was murdering just peasants. Mm, all right. So, I mean, that's, that's that might be a little flaw in the law. Uh Here's, like, something even more fucked up. Mm. There are even some families who sold their daughters to Elizabeth. Ooh, knowing what would... El- Elizabeth was killing so many girls, her servants were running out of places to bury them. Well, they're peasants, and so, like, basically, they're just kind of like, hey, we're going to send you to this person to do work for you. <laughs> but and then you know what... Th- yeah, they pretty much know, that's... like... Okay, all of those parents are evil, too. Let's go ahead and make sure we get that on the record. (laughs) Yeah. Elizabeth was killing so many girls, her servants were running out of places to bury them. And um, in that same year, I mentioned before, 1609, where people were just kind of like accepting it. um, Her best friend, Anna, died of a stroke. um, And she was starting to go into debt because she kept buying girls from these peasants. Who was going into debt? Elizabeth. Oh, okay. Yeah, because you know how the peasants' families were selling right. that. Yeah. Yeah. But, man, I thought she had a lot. I guess she did it that much. Yeah, she did it that much. <laughs> yeah. Also, her children at this time, they're already grown and married. So she began to spiral into loneliness and depression. Mm, sweet. Um, for some reason, Elizabeth decided that she needed to find a better class of victim. We don't know why, but one of her lady stewards, um, who was also believed to be a witch, because she just likes to be just around witches, I guess, the witches, yeah. um, convinced her that if she started taking the lives of noble girls, her financial fortunes would turn around. Well, there's money's going to pour out of them when she kills them? I guess so. I don't think but, that's how it works, bro. But her mental state is not great, obviously. Yeah, so, <laughs> um, So Elizabeth opened a school for Nova woman, women, um, which would be a perfect cover for her to murder girls of the higher class. In addition, the attendance fees needed to attend this school would help Elizabeth financially. Mm. Um, obviously, once the girls... Of these no, um, once the uh, noble girls started disappearing from the school, the parents became suspicious of Elizabeth. Yeah, you think she would make bizarre excuses like one of the girls went crazy and killed the rest of the girls before committing suicide. That was uh, one of the excuses she gave. I mean, didn't she kind of have a um, reputation at this point? <laughs> well, I mean, the thing is that. I guess I'm a fan. There's no Twitter. (laughs) I guess not. Um, Obviously, this was bullshit. So the parents called upon the king (laughs) to do an investigation. The guy in charge of the investigation, um, his name was Thurzo or something like that. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to call him the best. Yeah, he's very competent. Um, Was a man who was close, uh, a close friend to her late husband. Hmm. In fact, on her husband's deathbed, he asked the dude this investigator, to look out for his wife. And this is the guy doing the investigation. (laughs) What did I tell you? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But after countless testimonies from eyewitnesses that stated that the walls were stained with blood and they heard terrible screaming and they were noticing that cemetery was growing rapidly, um, he was very suspicious of (laughs) her. Um, however, no one was able to testify to seeing the torture that she inflicted. 
Um, and he felt terrible about the pledge that he made to his dying friend. So he wrote to Elizabeth's relatives and asked for their advice on what to do, which is obviously the thing you should do. Yeah. A secret arrangement was reached by the investigator in which he was able to complete his investigation um, and Elizabeth would never be brought on child trial. And that's really important to the family because if she was brought on trial, that'd be an embarrassment to their family, okay. which is all they care about. Yeah. So on December of 1610, there was enough evidence to arrest Elizabeth, but he needed to be absolutely sure, God. apparently. So he had himself and the king invited to dine at Elizabeth's castle. Elizabeth was nervous about the dinner, um, but it went well until the men were, so, were served a post-dinner dessert cake. Okay. On the first bite, both men began to feel unwell, and they were convinced that Elizabeth tried to poison them, and so they just left. Uh, no, okay. No, no rest? No, still not. A couple okay. of weeks later. <laughs> what was the point of that? I guess he just had me be absolutely By sh- just having dinner and leaving? I guess so. What, like was he gonna? Did he think she was gonna open the the door and just I mean, have I, I, dead I, bodies hanging? Well, I was. Um, what I'm thinking is maybe like if they saw that you know she was like being a good host and seemed like all she in there. She can't be a killer. Yeah, she can't be a killer. God damn it! I knew he wasn't gonna be competent. Fucking. <laughs> a couple of weeks later, the investigator returned to the castle with armed guards. <laughs> they hid inside the castle gates and waited. Elizabeth and her countess went outside and put a spell designed to protect Elizabeth and the and kill the investigator. Um, and so the investigator and the armed guard just kind of watched why they did this from the outside um, until they went back inside. Mm-hmm. Then they head toward the entrance when they noticed the mutilated body of a young girl near the doorway. Mm. That might be a giveaway. Two other dead girls were found inside. Then they heard the screaming, heard the sound of screaming, which led them to the torture chamber. Um, there they discovered Elizabeth's murder team, hard at work, murdering women. And then he was like... Now he was convinced of her guilt. <laughs> That's going to be so loud. <laughs> well, I put that in like bold. <laughs> no, I was going to say, then he was like, okay, but we need real evidence here. <laughs> um. Elizabeth was taken to custody, where she immediately claimed her innocence, blaming everything on her servants, which is obviously bullshit, <laughs> and they threw her into a dungeon. In the end, oh, please tell me they tortured her, please. 306 people testified against oh Elizabeth. The total reported murder count varied between 80 to 650 people. Wow, that's a big range. Well, I, I don't know. That's just what testimony <laughs> says. But I mean, 80 people are still alive. Yeah. That's the minimum. Right. <laughs> um, Elizabeth was never put on trial, as agreed upon by her family previously. <laughs> she was convicted and sentenced to life imprisonment in her castle in one of the dungeons. Mm. Reports stated that she was... Um, crazed with rage and she continued to insist that it was her assistance not her that murdered (laughs) all those women in august 24 1614 uh she died in her sleep well god damn it (laughs) (laughs) i was so happy that you said died and then it's just in her sleep yeah apparently like she she, at least been on her birthday it was close (laughs) <laughs> no, it, how long did she live? Let me see, hold on. If that's 1614 and she was born 1560. 
Mm-hmm. So she That's was like, like 54. Yeah, no. Um, yeah. Yeah, 54. Yeah. Yeah, she apparently like. It's weird. I'm just so used to not you not getting that so quickly that I just said no right away. Um, yeah, apparently, um, she was like, she went to the door to like see her, um, the guard and she was like, my hands are cold. And he was like, just go to sleep. And then she went to sleep and then she never woke up. That's how she died. Cool. So it's not very, um. Man, she deserved way much. Yeah, she deserved so much worse, (laughs) but, but yeah, that's how she died. That's, I guess that's, that's what happens when you're rich. Mm-hmm. can get um, away with murdering 80 to 650 girls without real punishment. Mm. So, yeah, that's Elizabeth that Bathory, Bathory for you. Uh, I don't even know what to say. That's uh, It's not great. <laughs> I think we might just end the podcast right there. Not even the episode, just the whole thing. <laughs> no, but I do need a refill now, early refill after that. So. Yeah. And then we'll get back to my story. Yeah, that's probably one of my darker ones. <laughs> yeah, one of, I don't know if you'll, you'll ever top that, but. I mean, I, always... I, 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 I can, I <laughs> yeah, can, I already knowing know. You, knowing you. Um. All right, so from that, I don't know how I can really follow it, but. What I did was I found something, um, an article, and it is, so I need to look up, I need to, like, remember how to pronounce it, because it's one of those English cities, and I actually have it up here already. So. Well, Shannon, um, you know how to pronounce it? It's English? No, it's Leicestershire. Oh, but it's okay. L-E-I-C-E-S-T-E-R-S-H-I, like Worcestershire, kind of? Worcestershire. It's Leicestershire. I had, I had a YouTube guy help me. So, <laughs> 20 evil crimes that shocked Leicestershire in recent years. Okay. Um, it's, which is, a, it's like a landlocked county in the English Midlands, according to Google. Is it like the south of I England? I don't know. <laughs> um, so, that's not important anyways. Okay. What I did was I just picked four of them out, and I just had a quick summary of each one. Mm-hmm. And... Um, just for fun, I'll have you rate them one to ten in terms of how evil. So, well, I mean, it's gonna be a low number compared to. Well, let's not comp- let's pretend we're let's get Elizabeth out of this. So ten being you know Elizabeth or Albert Fish or someone, and one being you know, mm. Jesus. Yo, <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you? I when I when I was going back from the gym today, I saw this car that said like Jesus saves like on big letters on the side of it, and it's like King of Kings, and it's at three sixteen. <laughs> Um, and I feel like that's very much a Texas thing. Yeah. I was talking to one of my coworkers and she's from Colorado and we were just making fun of Texas and they're like and we were like Yeah, and like people here really love Jesus, like mm-hmm. so much so they need to put it on billboards. It's like it's like Jesus, the American flag, and um Texas. I don't know yeah. what order, but just those three things. Yeah, usually in Philly it's just like Wawa, come get a hoagie. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm used to. <laughs> okay, so after I read each one, you can kind of give me just what you think. Yeah. Just for fun. A British court, this is number one. A British court has jailed a pharmacist for six years after it was revealed that he attempted to radicalize children by showing an ISIS beheading video to a primary school student. Okay, well, that's 
not right in so many ways. <laughs> yeah. 38 years. Yeah, I figured you might like you work with kids like in their age. Yeah, so it's, it's, gonna it's be... probably very traumatizing yeah. for anyone. Not even just little <laughs> yeah, kids. Right. Yeah, I would never <laughs> want to see anything like that. Uh, 38-year-old Zamir Gumra was found guilty of spreading terrorist propaganda propaganda, and brainwashing two young brothers into becoming ISIS fighters. According to Guardian, he taught children how to survive a bomb attack, which I don't know how. I mean. Just avoid the bomb. Like, if you're there, you're fine. Turn into Sandshrew and just <laughs> curl into yourself. That's for, that's for our Pokemon audience. Yeah. <laughs> and fight with knives. Uh, he taught them how to fight with knives, rewarding them with sweets to keep them on, like, to keep them in line or whatever. What kind of sweets does it say? No. Okay. Twix. I don't, know. <laughs> judge... mm, I don't think British people, like, wouldn't <laughs> go for Twix. A judge described his crimes as shocking and as causing offense to the vast majority of law-abiding Muslims. Which, yeah, I mean, you think? <laughs> yeah. Uh, he, sh- he has shown no signs of remorse over his actions. One of the boys being trained by him reportedly said in court that he was shown ISIS training videos and people being beheaded and said there was talking and then the American soldier was beheaded. It made me feel disgusting, he said. And then... What? Yeah, I was just going to say, how is that going to encourage kids? It's <laughs> like, know. you should behead people mm-hmm. too. And then, so he said, if you truly love Allah, then you do it. I told him I get a horrid feeling when I see this. One of the boys also said he believes in a very, very, very extreme Islam. Talking about uh, Samir. <laughs> Obviously. He believes if anyone is non-Muslim and they say anything bad about Islam, you kill them. And you can't make friends with any non-Muslim. Oh, okay. That's, that's yeah. uh, not cool. At the time, he was also setting he was um, setting up an Islamic school in addition to working as a pharmacist. So, good thing he was arrested before then. I mean, he's got high ambitions. <laughs> yeah. I'll give him that, I guess. So, from 1 to 10, how evil would you rate this <sighs> man or his actions or both? I would say... Probably a five, five okay. because he's not, he hasn't done necessarily anything like, physically. Yeah, which is a lot of mental yeah, damage just a, and maybe maybe not lead to physical harm y- in the future. Yeah, um, and he was, it didn't seem like he was very, very successful in brainwashing those kids anyways. Yeah, so, so five. Well, you can use decimals, by the way, too, if you want, like 5.2. Mm, 5.2. 5.2, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Upgrade a little bit. All right, number two. A woman has been jailed for four years after she made a suicide pact with a man but backed out and left him to die alone. Wow, what an asshole. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Natasha Gordon, 44, she was a former pole dancer, was convicted last month after encouraging um, a 31-year-old postman to kill himself. She showed no emotion as the jail sentence was passed. During her trial, Leicester Crown Court heard that Gordon, described as an enthusiastic advocate of suicide, whatever that means, I mean, likes it. She likes the idea of it. Well, I mean, I understand where like people, where the argument can be made with people who want to choose to kill themselves with medical things, mm-hmm. and it's like you know, they think it's their right yeah, to like control they, their they life control it, yeah. i i get what they're saying but this is different this is different yeah she did not i guess that if you're thinking about that please call the suicide hotline 
Yeah. Please get help. Yeah. Don't. I, I'm just. I, I'm saying that I understand what people are right. coming I don't, from. I think we know. But you. but I, I do not condone. Obviously. Suicide. Please seek help. Yes. This is an evil episode, but me and Mindy are not evil. Ourselves. Yes, I I am a technically a mental health professional. <laughs> so you had to. Do, so, this is like your yes, please in your job requirement. Yes, yeah, seek therapy. There's you're not alone. Yeah. So she didn't alert nearby police officers to the danger he he was in after leaving him alone, and within hours was attempting to arrange similar packs with other people. It's like that one bitch. Yeah, the one that was texting that guy. That he should kill himself. Yes, and then, yeah. Yeah, fucking, fucking. I, yeah she was very annoying, too. Uh, annoying is very underselling what she was. But yeah. The court heard from the victim's mother, who fought back tears as she read out a statement. It's impossible to put into words the effect the loss of Matthew has had on her family. He was everything to us and has a left, and has left a space no one else can ever fill. Her voice cracked as she said... Matt was 31 when he died just one week just one week before Christmas. His last words to me were, Give me a hug, Mom. I'll be back tomorrow. That's sad. I know. He was a man full of fun, laughter, love, and intelligence, with everything to live for, but with a sensitivity which caused life to be difficult for him sometimes. And then he had the misfortune to meet someone that wanted to do him harm. So um, Gordon backed out of the agreement with... Matthew before he killed himself on December 17, 2015. She denied having any influence on him, but passing sentence, the judge told her, this was a serious case because Matthew actually took his own life after your encouragement. I found you misled him into believing you were genuine and firmly intent on committing suicide with him, although you were not fully committed. You were gripped by your self-centeredness. So the judge kind of let her have it there. Yeah. Again, let's see what, Get, from 1 yes. to 10... Get help if you're thinking about it. Yeah. For sure. And if you, if you know someone else, just get any, like, anything they can use to kill themselves. Because that's one of the things. I did a training on suicide. Right. Take any tools. That, yeah, because, yeah, I mean, people can think about it, but if they don't have the means to, they're less likely to be successful in their um, attempt. Yeah, for sure. So, And also, when you say... Um, they committed suicide. Apparently, that's not good. He would say they completed suicide. It, 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 I never heard that. Yeah, that's what they recommended for us to say because it's. I think it's more sensitive to like families because it's committing. Committed, it's kind of like you could commit a murder or something. Yeah, like it has negative. a more negative annotation instead of like completing it. Gotcha. All right. So, so what would you give this from one to ten? This, yeah. this chick. Give her a nine. Nine. Yeah. Nine, anyone. Nine anyone who's an asshole like that, who like clearly can tell that someone is in psychological distress and mm-hmm. like it just encourages it more. Yeah. They're just assholes. They're just evil. They're just evil. Yeah. All right. A couple more here. Number three. A drunken woman had evil in her eyes when she tried to kill an el- an elderly neighbor in a frenzied knife attack. The court said. Mm. Teresa Lavin, she's 54, so as old as uh, Elizabeth was when she died, <laughs> was, who, was, who has previously stabbed a stranger in the street, just as an aside, well, <laughs> by the way, FYI, was told you could not be a more dangerous individual by the judge. Who, I like how the judges are just like, fuck you. <laughs> she will have to serve a minimum of 10 years behind bars. Again, if someone is violent, do not give them the means to hurt people. Yeah. Um, she was uh, Lavin, a former custody officer at the same court she was sentenced, 
pled guilty to attempting to murder 72-year-old Paul Lucas. He suffered multiple wounds, needing more than 120 stitches. Dang. This is for a 72-year-old. Lavin had armed herself with a kitchen knife before visiting the Mr. Lucas, who was a widower, by the way. So, mm. add more to that. <laughs> At his nearby flat, under the pretense of inquiring about his health. So she just made it seem like she was going to check on him. After briefly exchanging pleasantries... He La- probably invited her for a tea. He's <laughs> like, would you like some tea? <laughs> Maybe. Um, and some biscuits. <laughs> okay, don't be that stereotypical now. Lavin said she was going home for vodka and leaned over as if to peck him on the cheek, but instead lunged forward and stabbed him. What? No, I'm just, I'm thinking if I was that old man and she was like, I'm just going to go home and get some vodka real quick. I'd be like, you didn't really have to tell me that, but okay. <laughs> um, so Samuel Skinner, the prosecutor, said she continued attacking him with her knife about a dozen times as he tried to fight her off. At one point, she paused for breath before stabbing him again several times. Bizarrely, she told the victim, I love you to bits, Paul. I've got to do this. I want you and the police to section me. Which I guess is a term over there meaning like to to either arrest or like put her in a mental... You British people are so funny. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Both were covered in blood when she left with her knife. He, He locked the door and rang a friend for help before being taken to Nottingham Queen's Medical Center, where he stayed for five days. So he made it. Like, this is a strong dude. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised. But good, good on him. Yeah, good job, Lucas. Um, he was stabbed to his head, face, body, limbs, and hands, with one wound narrowly missing his heart. I'm sure maybe, like, if he's he's alive right now during Corona times, he's like... <laughs> Corona's... Yeah, if I got nothing, stabbed right? several times, Corona's not going to kill me. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the court heard that Lavin was the, was, well, they say the worst for drink, which just means she's, she had, yeah, I don't know. Come on, Brits. Uh, si- she was drunk. Silly, when she was arrested. Silly in, Brits. When she was arrested in her flat soon afterwards. <laughs> she told officers she would plead guilty to whatever she was charged with. In January 2013, she was jailed for four years with a three-year extended license. This was earlier. For the motiveless. Is that parole, I guess? Huh? Extended license? Maybe, Yeah. And it's licensed with two C's. Yeah, all of these articles are, are full of those. <laughs> For the motiveless stabbing of an elderly man in his back at a bus stop. So she did this multiple times. So knowing that, what would you get? So I, I have a feeling there's a lot of mental issues on this one. But yeah, I give, I give that a, a seven. A seven? 7.6. 7.6, okay. Yeah. Right. Um, I wish we knew someone from Britain. Yeah, I should try to make a Brit friend so we can have him on. Yeah, because I'm Just trying to think of the people I know, but I don't, like, I don't, I don't have any British friends. Yeah, interesting. I'm sure they find all of, a lot of our sayings funny too, though. Yeah, but I mean, we're in the right. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't think so, I'm gonna chase you with the. Pocket knife. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. No, okay. I'm you're just going to make. You're not I'm, that guy. No, I'll just make fun you in did my say head earlier that you shouldn't actually stab someone if they're not right. So yeah, I mean, you shouldn't cause someone physical harm if they're not right about something. <laughs> right. You just should have suddenly judge them. Yeah. <laughs> and then Fair make enough. fun of them later. All right. We'll end on this one. Number four. <laughs> A woman stole more than 61,000 pounds from her 94-year-old mother to fund a 600-pound-a-week cocaine habit. Oh. Now, I know 
you want to you'd want me to do the translation obviously the conversion and actually no i was no. just gonna say that's not cool yeah that's <laughs> just not cool yeah um so the sixty-one thousand total pounds from her mother it totals over seventy nine thousand U.S. dollars. So I was gonna say like it's probably like close to sixty thousand, like sixty five yeah, or yeah, something like that. Around the same. Don Weeks became the carer for her mum because the pensioner was suffering with dementia. Yeah, yeah, that's that makes it worse. That sentence right there. Other members of their family agreed that she could have access to a mother's bank bank account and pay herself forty eight hundred pounds a year, which is about sixty two hundred. Mm. Um, U.S. But Weeks fraudulently obtained access to a separate savings account, which included a large amount of money from the sale of her mom's bungalow. Well, I don't, yeah. Within just 11 months, she had emptied the savings account of all but 2.17 pounds. It's probably like $4. She left the current account more than 41 pounds in debt. In total, the daughter, the daughter stole 61,133 pounds. The matter came to light after Weeks' partner noticed all the couple's money in a joint account he shared with Weeks had disappeared. When he confronted her, she ran away from home and was reported missing to the police. While she remained missing, her brother took their mother to their bank. It was then that the staff broke the news that her accounts had been emptied. When Weeks turned up again two days later, she was arrested and admitted taking the money. The 54-year-old pled guilty to a charge of fraud. So, fucked up, right? Yeah. So, first, okay. But at the same time, it's kind of like, man, addiction is like a disease, man. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not, it's really hard to be that kind of addiction. Yeah. But, I mean. You'll you'll do stuff that you never thought you would do if you're in that deep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't. I mean, I don't really know because I've never been addicted to any kind of drug. I mean, I don't even know what kind of pot is. What's the difference between the different kinds of pot? <laughs> well, now you know what indica is, right? In the couch, exactly. yeah, because of that. But <laughs> I, I don't like go. At least you, and, we learned something here. Yeah, I just. I mean. So I guess knowing that, how would you rate? I would rate it lower, just because than the other dude. Yeah. Um, just because, I mean, no. Would you rate it the lowest out of all four? No, that's, that's still like a good seven. Okay. So the lowest was the, the beheading dude video. Yeah. yeah. Which isn't great, but, (laughs) but I mean, it's just, especially like she has dementia and stuff. That's a very like degenerate. I mean, as we age, our memories worsen, but I mean, dementia is just like a, such a severe memory loss. Yeah, it's like you. It's, it's hard to function. Yeah, and there's also like fine motor skill difficulties, yeah. and yeah, it's pretty fucked up. Yeah, that's why I feel like, yeah, she deserved, you know, a pretty harsh sentence at, at, from this. But now that you gave that score, I have a quick follow up on what the Crown Court recorder said. I guess they were they they, they gave the verdict or something mm. they're, maybe they're the jury <laughs> <laughs> crown court uh, British. <laughs> um uh, okay recorder bernard thoroughgood decided weeks had led such a positive life before the thefts that she should not go to jail he said she had been put under a lot of pressure adding let nobody be in any doubt this was a disgraceful and long-standing course of conduct of which i'm sure you feel deeply ashamed you breach the trust of your 94-year-old mother, and that sort of conduct crosses the custodial threshold. But you have reached 54 years of age with good character. 
I'm perfectly satisfied you were under pressure to which you reacted in precisely the wrong way. He said the crime was balanced out by her previous good character. Balanced out. I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't know about that. Um, by her previous good character, remorse, and early admission of guilt, um, even though she ran away. <laughs> she was given a 16-month sentence, a jail sentence, suspended for 18 months. Maybe that's probation. I don't know. During which she will have to carry out 180 hours of unpaid work and take part in 20 days of rehab with the probation service. I was going to say, they... I don't agree with the first part, <laughs> um, but I mean, as long as, you know, they tried to do some kind of rehabilitation to help her drug habit, because if before she right. was a good person, I mean, yeah. once, once you start doing any like type of those hard drugs, like you become a victim to them. Yeah. I mean, it makes you do bad shit like she did. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it's just... Just those Europe, European countries are way better than America when it comes to rehabilitation. And it's just, I can say so much about the incarceration system. Yeah, let's not system. get into it. We're, yeah. we're over it. Yeah. But we know it's fucked up here. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. So, I mean, plenty of evil being discussed here. Yeah. We had, I guess, going from the bottom, from the least evil, it would have been the uh, Zamir guy that showed the beheading. And then I think this one I just went over. She she got a seven. That just stole from her dementia mom. <laughs> and there was a suicide pack chick. That was the worst one, right? Yeah, for me. Um, the drunken stabbing. Um, I guess a, the very top would be Elizabeth Bather. What was it? Bathory. Bathory. It's and like then Zachary on top beats. of her. Almond milk and whole milk guy. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta give him that. Um, So plenty of evil (laughs) to go around. Um, Hopefully we didn't invite any of that into our house. (laughs) I'm definitely going to send the article to my group. group. Yeah, Yeah. that was was ridiculous. Oh, good old Florida. But anyways, I think we successfully dissected uh, the world of evil. And um, let's continue to be good people, hopefully, right? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I've done... We may all make mistakes, but at the end of the day, I think we're very good people in general. <laughs> general, yes. Touche to that. And on that note, let's go ahead and raise our glasses here and go grab a refill. All right, bye. Bye. Wawa, come get a hoagie.